All right. Welcome, welcome back. We will continue our journey. If you go back a couple episodes, we covered the first ten thousand years in the cave of treasures. We now continue our journey on the second thousand years. This one is called "From Yared to the Flood." Intro song. Of the transmission of the art of playing the harp, this is to say, of music, and singing, and dancing. Jubal, J U B A L, or Yoba, or Alba. Why 
O B A L. And Tubal, Cane, T O D B A L, Ball, K I N, In, The Ball In. These two were brothers. They were the sons of Lamech, the blind man. Yes, who killed Cain? Yes, and invented and made all kinds of instruments of music. Jabal made reed instruments and harps and flutes and whistles. Mudbone, I miss you. Shout out to Mudbone, my harmonica man. <sighs> But then, as all good things go, and the devils went and dwelt in them. <sighs> When men blew into the pipes, the devils sang into them and sent out sounds from inside them. Tabak in made folio twelve a column two. Tabak in made cymbals and sistra and tambourines, aka drums, drumline, and lasciviousness and fornication increased among the children of Cain, and they had nothing to occupy them except fornication. Now they had, at the time, no obligation of tribute, meaning no obligation to pay anybody tribute. No obligation. They had neither prince nor governor, or the flies, and eating and drinking and lasciviousness and drunkenness and dancing and singing to instruments of music and the wanton sports of the devils, and the laughter. Which afforded pleasure to the devils, and the sounds of the furious lust of the men neighing after women, and Satan finding, ooh, his opportunity in this world of error, rejoiced greatly, because thereby he could compel the sons of Seth to come down from that holy mountain. There. They had been made to occupy the place of that army. What army? Of angels. The army that fell. Yeah, was Satan. Okay. Yeah, there. They had been made to occupy the place. Stand guard of that army that fell. Yeah, that army of angels that fell was Satan. They were beloved by God. They were. They were beloved. They were. There, they were held in honor by the angels. They were held in honor by the angels. They were called in honor by the angels, sons of God. Even as the blessed David said in the Psalm, "I have said, 
Folio 12B, column 1. I have said, ye are gods, with little g's. Ye are gods, and all of you sons of the Most High. If your daddy's a god, what are you? If your daddy's a man, who are you? If your daddy's both, who are you? <laughs> okay. Psalm LXXX11. How much is that? I don't know. Six. Meanwhile, fornication reigned among the daughters of Cain, and without shame, several women would run after one man. And one man would attack another. This is just like the bar scene in the Beautiful Mind movie. And they committed fornication in the presence of each other shamelessly. Shamelessly. For all the devils. Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Okay? We're not right. Okay. For all the devils were gathered together in that camp. Of capital C, Cain, A I N. And unclean spirits entered into the woman and took possession of them. All right, me, before I keep going on this, I'm going to go to the note that they have at the end of the chapter before we come back to that. Note, all right? <clears throat> all right, for the notes, I'm going to turn the music off so you know it's a note. Okay, great. That was site 82. Yeah, okay. okay, great. Notes. This story is told at great length in another book called The Book of Adam, reference II 20. Tells where Satan appeared in the form of one named Gunnum. No, Gunnum. Gun nun. You born a gun and a nun, G-U-N-N-U-N, and taught him to make horns and trumpets, stringed instruments, symbols with a C, psalteries, psalteries, lairs, lyres, L-Y-R-E-S, harps and flutes. Into these... Satan himself entered and made the music which came from them. Just like the scene out of uh, the silver chair. Gunnan made corn spirit and established drinking booths in which men assembled and drank and ate fruit. Then Satan taught Gunnan to make weapons of war out of iron. And when men were drunk, they killed each other with them. Next, Satan taught men how to dye their garments crimson and purple. And they arrayed themselves in gaudy attire and began to race their horses. Little by little, the children of Seth began to wish to join the sons of Cain. And when the devil had shown them a way down the mountain, 100 of them went down to the plain. And there, led astray by women whose... Hands and feet were strained, but with, ooh, bright colors, and whose faces had tattoo marks with them on them. Like what, Hannah? I don't know, maybe. 
When the Sethites tried to return to the top of the mountain, the stones turned into coals of fire, and they could not pass over them. Company after company of the children of Seth went down to the plain, and at length only Yared and a few others remained on the mountaintop. All right, that's the part you didn't know. Hold on, there's a lot more. Still in the notes here. The okay, if you want another book, I'll give you another book. The Book of Enoch, the Ethiopic, according to this guy. Book of Enoch. See the translations by Archbishop Lawrence Oxford, 1838, by Dillman, D I L L M A N N, Lipschitz, L I L E I P Z I G G Z, 1853, and Canon Charles, Oxford, 1893. Anyways, the Book of Enoch. Supplies interesting details about the fall of the children of Seth, the leaders of those who went down. Not leaders, they went down from Ardis. R this, you dis this. A R A R R on Mount. The leaders of those who went down from Ardis on Mount Hermon. That's Hermon. Okay, leave them alone. But you didn't listen. From Ardis, the leaders of those who went down from Ardis. On Mount Harm, so the city, the place is Ardis. It's on the big mountain. You make a mountain out of molehill. Anyway, Mount Harmon were Semyatza, the commander in chief. C I C. U Ukraine? No, U R A K Urak E. Barakmi, Iraqi Barakmi. Okay, Iraqi <laughs> Barakmi. L. Oh, got it. L. Next, Koka B. L. Koko. Koka B. Koka B. Koka B. Koko. Koka B. Okay, Koka B. L. Okay, good. Tami L, Ramu L, then L, Zakilo, Saraguyal, Asa L, Armaros, Amaros, Batra L, Andani, Zakepi. Samzawi L, Zartak L, Dirk L, Yomzat L, and Yatzat L. Al, sorry. Yazaza L. Got it. Each of these were was over a company. Each of these were over a company of ten. The names of two of the Dekarts, D-E-K-A-R-C-H-S, Dekarts, of the two hundred angels were omitted. Eh? These angels, now、oh, these two hundred, these angels, these or everybody, I don't know. These angels took to themselves 
wives, the omitted ones, the two Descartes or the two hundred angels, is that the one? Took to themselves wives and taught them the use of spells and enchantments and the use of plants and trees for so-called medicinal purposes, drunkenness. The daughters of Cain conceived in a tradition in the Kebra Nagast says that the children were so large that they could not be born in the ordinary way, but had to be removed from their mothers by the umbilicus. See footnote one. These children grew up and became giants, 3,000 cubits in height. Uh, footnote, I'm um, not sorry, uh, um, reader note, um, something you wouldn't know if you were not a mother who looked into natural birthing without the uh, inter uh, action of uh, hospitals. Why? Did you know if you were having a, a, a baby in the middle of the forest in the middle of nowhere with no doctors to help you, the umbilical cord will naturally dry up and fall off by itself. Yeah, you don't have to have scissors. Didn't you know? I didn't know until I found out. Then I know. All right. Yeah, look it up. It's very interesting. Back to the story. These children grew up and became giants, 3,000 cubits in height. And, and, when they devoured... All right, we'll be right back. Okay, so anyway, these children grew up and became giants, like 3,000 cubits in height. And we know a cubit is what? Like from, what, what's a cubit again? Is it the size of my palm or the size of my elbow? I thought it was like the size of your arm or something. I, right, it's like the elbow to the fingertips, right? Elbow to the middle finger, right? M- Yeah, med- middle finger to elbow. There you go. Yep, that is it. Cubits. So 3,000 of that. Oh, boy. You're only about um, one, two, three, four, five, six. You're about six cubits. Yeah, okay, that's, yeah, okay, there you go. And when they had devoured all the provisions which their neighbors had collected, what is this, ants or bugs life, they began to fight against men and eat them. And at length, they ate the flesh and drank the blood of each other. Concerning these giants, what? That's a candle. Yeah, there you go. Concerning these giants, eating your own kind, you understand? Even animals don't do that, very rarely. Mantis, whatever. I think, I think this one scorpion eats its own children. Right, they're insects. And creepy crawlies are different than beasts. Isn't it? I think so. Isn't there? Yeah. I think so. Find Find me an animal that eats itself. Concerning these... All right, discussion time. (laughs) What? What are we talking about? Yeah, okay, let's... Are we done? Can we skip that part? uh, Just making me gag. Concerning these giants, the book of Enoch, chapter XV, which is 15, says... Now the giants, what? Now the giants who were, can you guys, not not so loud, thank you. You're making me scream. The louder you are, the louder I have to be. Now the giants who were produced from the spirits 
and the flesh shall be called evil spirits on earth, and their inhabitation shall be on the earth. Evil spirits shall proceed from their bodies, and the spirits of the giants shall consume and persecute and lay waste and fight and work destruction on the earth and afflict. Gil brackets. Men. Uncle bracket. They shall neither eat food of any kind, nor suffer thirst, and they shall remain invisible. Yeah. And these spirits shall attack the children of men and women, for from them have they come forth. Right. Go back to where you came from. The wickedness of these giants became so great. The wickedness of these giants became so great, right? So many times, much bigger, that the earth complained to God. All right, and kill brackets God to God complained. Who who else are you gonna complain to? Complain to? Of course, every complaint you make is to God. If you say he's responsible for everything, then who are you complaining to? Right? Do you ever see that little comic where it says, here's a complaint department, and it's this little posty pad, and it's like, teeny tiny. <laughs> you ever see that? It's so funny. It's like, write your complaints here. But it's like, teeny tiny. <laughs> it's like one centimeter big. At this time, Azaz L taught men the art of working in metals. Oh, yeah, we're going to get, that's the next chapter in our Money Matters uh, book there with Jekyll. And the use of stibium, you know, the eye paint, you know, makeup, yeah, makeup sheet. And the art of dyeing, D-Y-E-I-N-G, stuffs in, with bright colors, in bright colors. Yeah, dyeing stuff. What is that, 36 Chambers? Yep, Gordon Liu. And Mizadak taught enchantments, i.e. magic. And the knowledge, wait, not. M-I-G-M-I-G-M-A-G-I-C, not K. All right? Okay, great. There's a difference. I don't know what. The, and the knowledge of herbs. Yeah? Plants, people. Herbs. It's a new movie. Herb. I want to see it. Armados taught how spells were to be broken. Yeah? You see this now? We're giving you tools. Right? Eye paint, makeup. What's that? War paint. Camouflage. Hello. Yeah, it's how you use The way you use it, people. The way. The way. How? Do. Do. It's all dobindo, that one. Dobindo. Where you going? Where you, where's your destination? Where you coming from? Where you going? Go back to where you came from. Do you even know where? No. Then you're lost. Congratulations. Amazing grace. I was, was lost. Kokab El taught the knowledge of signs. Barak El taught astrology. 
Tank L taught astronomy. There's a difference? Yeah, I don't know why. Let's astrology, astronomy. You gotta know where, like, right? How to read the map and then how to interpret it. That's what I'm guessing. Anyways, and right, because my mom, she always complained, why aren't you smart like that other girl? She knows how to read a map. I'm like, my, I don't even, um, I'm a very sheltered child. I haven't ever seen a map. Anyways, and as that L, no worries, I learned how to read my map. I could go anywhere. My husband, he can't, no, he, right, I'm the navigator. I'm like, I don't care. Drop me off somewhere. I will find the nearest gas station and find a map. <laughs> then GPS came along and it was like, forget that. No, you can't find no maps nowhere. Anyways, you can, but they're really expensive. And, hey, when you get a good quality map, man, it can last through that dashboard for a long time. Right, truckers? Right. And, as that. Uh, L taught concerning the moon. Yeah. Lunar New Year. Woo! Ole! How do you say New Feliz Nuevo Dad. Sorry, I had to do it. Book of Enoch, chapter V1118. Okay, that's eight. Chapter eight. You want a reference about the moon? Let me moon you a little bit at the book of Evenock. Chapter 8. You see two moons? Okay, good. The originals of the of these seven sages. That's some SS. Capital S, capital S. SS. The XS. Seven sages. Were probably, you know, the voyage of the Dawn Treader. And the seven wise men. Lord, Lord, Lord Burn. Lord, who were revered by the Babylonians. Ooh. Wow, that was a long note, wasn't it? Yeah, I need some music. Let's go. Let's go back to the story. Let's go back to the story. Gotta find my place. I know, right? Whatever. Let's play some music. What we got playing? I don't know. Hi, Jesus. For all the devils were gathered together in that camp of Cain, and unclean spirits entered into the women and took possession of them. Cast out our sinful 
The old women were more lascivious than the maidens. Fathers and sons defiled themselves with their mothers and sisters. Sons respected not even their own fathers. And fathers made no distinction between their sons and other men, that is to say their slaves and servants. They weren't even family anymore. It's like, you call me family, but your behavior joining us as we begin our third yes. first Friday as we yeah. together work. Yeah, go lay down. And Satan had been made ruler, prince of that camp. And when the men and women were stirred up to lasciviousness frenzy by the devilish playing of the reeds, the devilish playing of the reeds, which emitted musical sounds, and by the harps which the men played through the operation of the power of the devils, power of the devils, and by the sounds of the tambourines and of the sistra, they were beaten and rattled through the agency of evil spirits. Evil spirits. Is there any other kind? Yes. Holy Spirit, the sounds of their laughter were heard in the air above them and ascended to that, which one? That one, which one? That holy mountain. And when the children of Seth heard the noise and uproar and shouts of laughter in the camp of the children of Cain, about 100 of them were mighty men of war gathered together and set their faces to go down to the camp of the children of Cain. Mighty men of war gathered together, 100 of them, to set their faces to go down to the camp of the children of Cain. But when Yared heard their words and knew their intention, Jared, he became sorely afflicted, and he sent and called them to him and said to them, By the holy blood of Abel, I will have you swear that not one of you shall go down from this holy mountain. Folio 13a, column 1. Remember ye, 
the oaths which your fathers, Seth, and Anash, and Kenan, and Malalel, made you to swear. Four times. And Enoch also said unto them, Hearken, O ye children of Seth, no man shall transgress the commandments of Yared and break the oaths of our fathers and go down from this mountain. Never again shall never again ascend it. Hmm? No man who transgressed the commandment of Arid and break the oaths of our father and go down from this mountain shall never ascend it again. Dude, this is just like a Chinese TV series. Condor heroes, people. But the children of Seth would never hearken to the commandment of Arid nor to the words of Enoch. And they dared to transgress the commandment. Here we go again. And these hundred men, hundred being what, they think they were all mighty and perfect, who were mighty men of war, went down to the camp of Cain. They went down to the kill bracket, to the camp of Cain and kill brackets, right? There's many camps of Cain, ain't it? And when they saw that the neighbors of Cain were beautiful in form, oh boy, Eve again, oh, so beautiful to the eyes to look upon. Looks so beautiful. What, what, can I be beautiful on the inside? And when they saw that the daughters of Cain were beautiful in form, uh-huh, and that they were naked and unashamed, the children of Seth became inflamed with the fire of lust. Never seen that in the Chinese TV series? Mm-hmm. When, you know, like two guys are fighting each other and the girl, she's trying to stop them, and there's nothing that she can do and she don't want to get hit again. You know how a, try, a girl tries to stop a fight and she gets hit in the face by accident? And they're so into each other, they don't even see that she exists no more. So she has no other means except to, like, and this is very degrading for a woman back then, all right? That's not like today, all right? No, no. This is before uh, somebody put a camera to a teenager and tell them to <whistles> at the Mardi Gras. <laughs> all right. For a woman to strip naked to stop a fight, it's crazy, right? Okay. Anyways. Well, uh, back then it was just down her brawl, but that was already like, what? Right? They had, they had morals back then. The children of Seth became inflamed with the fire of lust. And when the daughters of Cain saw the goodliness of the children of Seth, oh, he was like, oh, guppies. One born every minute. They gripped them like ravening beasts and defiled their bodies. They only want you for your flesh. Deadline, nine to five, stay it. <laughs>
and the children of Seth slew their souls by fornication with the daughters of Cain. And when the children of Seth wished to go up again to that holy mountain, folio 13a, column 2, after they had come down and fallen, what is this, Vanilla Skies with Tom Cruise? Penelope? The stones of that holy mountain became fire in their sight. It's like looking at the sun. Get it? And having defiled their souls with the fire of fornication, they're shamed. That's why I couldn't go through and see my grandmommy. I was so ashamed that I didn't go all the other times before. Crazy, right? Yeah, there you go. God did not permit them to ascend to that holy place. And moreover, very many others made bold and went down after them. And they too fell. Lemmings! End of chapter. Okay, we'll be right back. Chapter 2 And when Yarad had lived 960 years, and the day of his departure approached and came nigh and arrived, all the patriarchs gathered themselves together and came unto him, vis a vis Enoch, his firstborn, and Methuselah, and Lamech and Noah. They and their wives and their children and were blessed by him. But they were blessed by Methuselah. 
Wait, am I getting this right? No. Was blessed by Yared. Yes, Yared is dying. His firstborn Enoch comes to visit with his uh, Islamic and Methuselah. His same generation. Anyway, and Noah, and their wives and their children, and they were all blessed by him. I think those are all.、Okay. So those are all his borns. Okay, and he prayed over them. And said to them, "I will make you to swear by the holy blood of Abel that you will not go down from this holy mountain. For I know that God will not allow you to remain very much longer in this holy country." Folio thirteen B, column A. Inasmuch as Ye have transgressed the commandment of your fathers. Ye shall surely be cast out into that outer country, and ye shall no longer have your habitation on the skirts. What we mean by the skirt of the mountain, skirts of the mountain of paradise, with a capital P. And ye, and take ye good heed to this. Let him that is among you, who shall go forth from that holy country, that holy country, take with him the body of our father Adam. And the offerings, namely of the gold, frankincense, and myrrh, that are in the cave of treasures, and let him carry away and deposit the body and the place wherein he shall be commanded by God to set it down. And thou, my son Enoch, depart thou not from before the body of Adam, but minister before God purely and holily all the days of thy life. And Yara died, being nine hundred and sixty-two years old. He died on the thirteenth day of the month of May, Iyar. On the day it was on the day of the eve of the Sabbath, which is Friday, at sunset. In the three hundred and sixty-sixth year of the life of Noah, and Enoch his son embalmed him, and buried him in the cave of treasures, and they made mourning for him forty days.
Chapter notes. It should be noted that in the book of the bee, all right, in the book called the book of the bee, B E E, it says that Yarwood was 962 years old when he died, and that he begot Enoch when he was six 162 years old. 162 years old. But in the book of Adam. Okay, says that he was nine eighty nine. What's nine eighty nine minus nine sixty two? Twenty seven years difference. Okay, and that he died on Friday, the twelfth day of the month, known as December, Tachasas, in the three hundred and sixtieth year of the life of Noah. Okay, how can we reconcile this? This is according to reference II twenty one. Well, to me, as we look today, I'm like, how many calendars are there? Too many to count. Okay, I see. Okay. So the whole point of having this many calendars is to know that everybody was interested in keeping time. Okay, great. In different ways, granted. The whole point is, though, if we want to make, it, they give us this reference is so important right here. He just connected the dot between two calendars, between two autobiographies or or a book of people. See what I'm saying? So now we can put the jigsaw puzzles together, and we know where the connect the dots go. Isn't that cool? Anyways, all right. Folio thirteen B, column two. Chapter three: The Rule of Enoch. And Enoch stood up to minister before God in the cave of treasures. And the children of Seth turned aside from the right path. And will to go down to the children of Cain on the plain. And Enoch and Methuselah, and Lamech and Noah. Dude, that's like E M L M N. You know, that's like O K A B C D E F G H I J A B C D E F H I J K L M N. Oh, P prophets, get it? Okay, L M N. But it's really Methuselah and Lamech and Noah mourning over them, and Enoch, all four of them. And Enoch had ministered before God for fifty years, in the three hundred and sixty-fifth year of the life of Noah. And when Enoch knew. That God was about to remove him from the earth. From the earth is in brackets, but he's about to remove him from where he don't know to where. He called Methuselah. I'm Enoch. 
I know that God's about to remove me. I'm calling Methuselah and Enoch and Noah. Come on, sons. Okay, so Yara just passed. Now Enoch's going. And he said to them, I know God. I know that God is wroth with this generation. And that a pitiless judgment hath been decreed for the people thereof. Ye are the chiefs of this generation and the remnant thereof. For no other man shall be born on this mountain who shall be the chief of the children of his people. But take ye good heed to yourselves and see that ye minister before God in purity, purity, and holiness. Period, unquote. And when Enoch had given them his commandment in these words, God removed him to the land of life. Capital L, land of capital L, life. Oh, yeah. And to the site, folio 14a, column 1, and to the delectable mansions which are round about paradise, with a capital P, if there's such a place. Yeah, I live in one. And to that country which is beyond the reach of death and of all the children of Seth, there remained only these three patriarchs. These three. M-L-N. And of all the children of Seth, there remained only these three patriarchs in the, quote, mountain, with a capital M, of the, oh, you're going to want to hear this one, T-O. What does two even mean? Triumphant ones. Get out. Really? Quote, mountain of the triumphant ones, M-T-O. Unquote. What does that mean? These Methuselah, Lamech, and Noah. Yeah, don't you want to know what happened with all of them? Yeah. For all the others, all right, everybody else, Claire, if you don't have these names in your, in your name, in your full name, does not contain one of these surnames, right? For all the others had taken themselves to the encampment of the sons of Cain, with a capital C. Yeah. There you go, people. There you go. All right. We have lots of notes. Short chapter, but lots of notes. We'll just give music to the notes. We'll be right back. 
Alright, let's try out this new release that just came out today. See how we like it? It's Harpy. It reminds me of the last, no, not the Silver Chair in Narnia when they're battling the Green Lady. Yeah, we know what happens, right? Yeah, let's go. Notes for Chapter 3. When Michael, Gabriel, Suliel, Uliel, looked down from heaven and saw the wickedness which Azal had done in the world, and they heard the appeal which the souls of the dead were making to heaven. And they reported the matter to the Most High. When God heard their words, he sent the angel, Arsal al yur Arsal al-Yur, to the son of Lamech, i.e. Noah. So God's heard, right, the prayers and sent an angel to Noah with the commandment, hide thyself, hide, 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 hide thyself. No mention is made made of Methuselah. He got skipped over. Because Methuselah was the one who begot Lamech. And Lamech was the one that killed Cain. Get it? Okay, great. No mention is made of Methuselah who begot Lamech when he was 187 years old and who lived 969 years. But Lamech, oh, and Lamech, he lived 777 years. Oh, wow. He needed to be forgiven like three times. And begot Noah in the 182nd year of his age. Okay, so there was four on the mountain. Enoch, he got taken up. Methuselah, he got passed over. Lamech, he killed Cain. Now, Noah. Methuselah is important, though. How? I don't know if I know. Noah. Oh, okay, well, here it is. And... Okay, so Methuselah lived to 969. Lemek lived to, his son Lemek lived to 777. And begot Noah when he was like 182 years old. And then he lived on to 777. And he was passed over in favor of his son, Noah. All right? So it all went all the way down to Noah. Noah consolidated his position 
by marrying the daughter of Enoch, which, in essence, is his great, great, great grandfather. Which just means he kept it in the family. He didn't marry outside of Enoch, of which those who went down to the mountain get it, got it, get right. He like kept his promise, right? And consolidated, right? You can promise, but you gotta consolidate his position, okay? For those who know, what I'm talking about by marrying the daughter of Enoch. So it's like a whole village of people, all right? The family of Enoch. We don't know how many. Don't matter right now. The angel revealed to Noah. That a flood was about to cover the earth. That's the whole focus of this story right now. Focus, and told him how to escape from it. Then, God commanded Raphael, ah, yeah, mutant ninja turtle, to bind as as El hand and foot, and thrust him into a dark hole in the desert of Dudat. L, a place near Jerusalem, maybe, and heaped stones and rocks upon him. Sounds like Revelations, doesn't it? There, he was to remain until here it is. Sounds like just like Revelations, Day of Judgment with a capital D, when he would be cast into the fire. And consumed. Uh oh! It's not fire that doesn't consume anymore. It's a fire that consumes. Sounds like something that will be trodden under the foot of men and thrust into the fire. <gasps> Maybe. Gabriel. Gabriel was sent to destroy all the children of fornication. Bye. And Michael, Michael, was sent to bind Semyaza and the other Dekarks of the children of Seth,、eh? and to imprison them under the mountains of the earth. For here's the big number: seventy generations. Why is the contract of the queen renewed every seventy years? I wonder. Well, here you go. You're welcome. Imprison Samyaza and the other Dekarks, which are the children of the children of, like the spiritual parts of the physical flesh of the Seth. Okay, great. Physical part, you call them children of Seth. The invisible part, you call them the children of Semyaza. Okay, I'm guessing. Correct me if I'm wrong. And to imprison them under the mountains of the earth for seventy generations. Rhoda, Rhoda, hello. Like when I read Rhoda, Rhoda, I was like, what kind of crazy story is this? Who makes up something like this? To imprison them under the mountains of the earth for seventy generations. Why is it black and white? Because you got no light. Turn off the light. Everything's dark. Okay, there ain't no color. 
after which time they were to be taken into the abyss. Oh, we saw that movie, didn't we? We saw it together. Keep scrolling down if you haven't. Into the abyss of fire. Right, the abyss we went into was water. Completely different. After which time they were taken, were to be taken. Okay, huh? Okay, has it happened yet? I don't know. Watch out. No time here. Eternal. After which it's a sequence of events. After which time they were to be taken to the abyss of fire for what? And tortured. Ow! There. How long? Forever. How long? When is ever? Is it now? Eternal should include now, right? Of all time, all all time should include now. Anyways, in italicized, it is the Book of Enoch, chapter X, which means chapter ten of Enoch. All right, that's where we got that from. Next reference: the Book of the Mysteries of Heaven and Earth. See, that's why I read one thing at a time because it's just too darn much. They can't put everything in one book. Everybody's got different vantage points. Go watch the movie. It's called Vantage Point. Love it. But getting back to the book, what's the title of the book again? The Book of the Mysteries. Mysterioso. I don't know. Right, that's the that's the right word for it. Mystery. Mysteries of heaven and earth. Third base. By Abba, right? Uh huh. A B B A. Abba, Bach, Allah, Mikael. Edition Baruton. Anyways, comma says that it was the men who taught man the arts of civilization. It was men who taught man the arts, right? The daddy taught the sons the arts. Of civilization, and there you go, PlayStation Three, who caused God to bring the flood on the earth? All right, why did God do it? Because the men taught their sons the art of civilization and caused all this mess. All right, so God had to clean up the mess.、Oh, hello, mop. Can I get a mop? Spill an owl nine. Spill an owl three. Clean up, please. This work gives the names of these men and describes their inventions. Thus, oh, you want to read this book now, huh? Oh boy, here's a whole bunch of names coming at you. Help me. Pipiros understood the sun. Ruride quarried stones. Zar El instituted the month. Pinnanen introduced horse riding or racing. Gel invented. The X. 
Tigana invented the shield. Toreri taught men to play musical instruments. Yebe taught working in iron. Meget taught horse riding. Nkodi discovered medicinal springs and made known the planetary hours when the waters were most effective. Gorge, Garge made the first coin grinder. Satar taught men how to mix dough. Gimer taught the use of the earthenware vessels for food. Zare taught men to milk animals. Ege taught men to make roofs. Tentoreb taught men how to make doors. Seper taught butter making. Alage discovered how to carve wood and stone. Adair is the first to cultivate trees. Was the first to cultivate trees. Sino taught house building. Tough. Invented the potter's craft. Arto Bagas invented agricultural implements. Sebedeges Introduce the use of all eye paint. Stipium. Jada invented the brewing of beer. Peteneladas invented the oven. Phil taught men to make plantations and gardens. Yaba taught how to fell trees and saw them up. And yo taught dancing. Benemus invented architecture and writing benemos agalamum taught the use of beasts in plowing and how to drive furrows 
grasses, invented plows and leather whips, Akor discovered bronze, A.K.A. copper. Certain men taught working in cedar and willow tree. Willow tree, I love willow trees. The way they sway in the wind, you can see the motion. Cedars so tall, useful. Wasag and Abadaga. Taught men the game of tabat and ner and seberagued. Taught them to play the games of atawama and akis and the games of circus. End of notes. We'll be back with Chapter Four. Chapter Four: The Rule of Noah. The Rule of Noah. And when Noah saw that sin had increased in his generation, he preserved himself in virginity for five hundred years. Then, this is before he's married. So for five hundred years, he write the vow of chastity, virginity. Then God spake unto him, and said unto young Noah, "Well, five hundred years, Noah. Take unto thee to wife, Achel, the daughter of Namus. So her name is Achel Namus, or Achel Namus." The daughter of Enoch, the brother of Methuselah. Right. Okay. Enoch is Methuselah's brother, and she is Enoch's daughter. So within the big family, and not outside of your nation. And we God. Revealed unto him, Noah. So Noah marries a daughter of Enoch. 
Her name is H A Y K E L. Ekel. And God, when he was like five hundred years old, okay, don't mean hurry. <laughs> and God pre- revealed to him concerning the flood, which he was making ready to produce. Yeah, God's making ready. Can I tell Noah? He spoke to him and said unto Noah, One hundred and thirty years from this moment, I will make a flood. One thirty. It is noted. Notes for Chapter Four. It is noted in the book called Book of Adam. Says that Hegel was the daughter of Abarez. Right? Okay. In between, you know, right in the in that right big family, who was one of the children of the family of Enos, who went into perdition. If this is, if this be so, Noah married a woman who was akin to the children of Cain. But according to the book of the B, chapter XX, I guess twenty, merely states that Noah's wife was of the children of Seth. It could all be true.、It、could make sense. You want to save one of each kind. Hello. It's like the yeast. Do you know if you don't buy yeast? I'm like, how do we do this if we we can't buy yeast? Let's say, how would I get more yeast? Oh, did you know how they do it before? There was such a thing as packets of yeast you can buy at a grocery store. Yeah, they would take old bread. Well, they would just take a sample of the the new bread, put it aside, dry it up, and they would use that the crumbs of that as yeast for new bread. And they would just keep it going. They never have to get yeast. You just have to save a little bit of the old stuff for the next batch. Isn't that crazy? Awesome, right? So that's what I'm seeing here. All right, let's continue on to the building of the ark. And God said to Noah, "Make for thyself an ark." For the saving of the children of thy house, see thy house. It's not; they're not numbering. It's just everybody in the house. Every house has a name. Instead of an address, it has a name on that house. You know, because I'm not. If 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 you're a modern person and you don't know anything about traditional housing, like thousands of years ago. I know of ancient China because my dad be telling me about how they build those houses back then, and it's not a house, people. Watch the movie, the documentary called Happy, and there's one part in there where they talk about it's in a it's in Europe, Slavic country somewhere where they built this new community, and it's more like a communal house, kind of like where everybody has an apartment, but the they have a main kitchen or a banquet. It's kind of like a hotel. If you can think of it, okay, think of it a hotel, but permanent housing, right? Where Where you have a whole community, everybody can go down to the you know meeting rooms and the lobby and the game rooms, like right, like a resort, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's awesome to be living that way permanently, right? I used to be a presidential, used to be, used to be old life here, story of Job. Anyways, 
If you ever want to buy timeshare, let me know. I'll talk to you about timeshares before you buy timeshare. I'll help you find a good one and, and avoid bad ones. In the end, really, here's my new conclusion, right? I would love for... I like the Wyndham timeshare, the fact that they sold you on... This is a complete off. I know, it's a tangent, whatever. I'll save it under tangent, whatever. <laughs> I would like housing. I, I'm not saying... I'm just... This is just an idea. It's not an idea. Okay. So, Wyndham corporations used to be it started out as Fairfield okay Fairfield this guy from was it Fairfield Louisiana Illinois or Arkansas some one of those and he said what if we could right he took the concept before Airbnb before hotels before B&Bs at all there was family everybody had family moved off somewhere and so when you want to go, when the country mouse want to go visit the city mouse, he would just go stay with his cousin in the city. When the city mouse want to visit the country, he would just call up one of his relatives who was out in the country and be like, dude, I'm coming. And be like, hey, what's up? Welcome. Right? You never have to have a hotel if you have family everywhere you want to go. Right? I guess back then they didn't go to places where they didn't have family. Like, why would you want to go there? Anyways, tangent. But I'm just saying, right? That's how we used to do it. We never had to have hotels. So I'm saying, if you have a house and everybody wants to live together, why would you want everybody to have their own kitchen? They can have their own mini bar. So it would just be like a hotel. You have your mini bar, but for your big meals you're eating, why does everybody have to cook? Not everybody's a good cook in the family. Some people are great at cleaning. They love cleaning. Me, not so much. I hate cleaning. My sister-in-law, she loves cleaning. It's her thing. She just loves it. She could sit there and clean forever. Not me. So I'm just saying, if we were all living in a house, and you know you have some siblings who love cleaning, let them be in charge of cleaning. They'll be happy. Some people who love journaling, chronicling, let them write. Some people who love uh, clean, uh, cooking, let him cook. Like my husband, he'll cook all day long. He loves it. I don't have the tongue for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody has a passion. Let everybody, a member of the family, you know, let the, they'll be growing to be an organism, right? They'll attract more of the same type of people, aka cells of the like kind. They all get together, right? As a whole, we're a family. It's like one body. You expand that, upscale that into a university. Whatever, right? I love campus life. Didn't you love campus life? That's single life, but you can have, you know, compartments for a family because, you know, once you get married, you're like, all your single friends ditch you. That's just how it is. Hey, you can try, but I'm telling you, you get, you get a girlfriend, all your single friends are not jealous of you. That's how it is. I don't care if you're a girl or a guy. Most of the times, they'll be either jealous of you because they wanted to date that person in the first place. That's what happened to me. <laughs> Secrets, people. Secret desires. Anyways. I'll tell you more about my dream later. You get the idea. You get the idea. Let's think about it. Let's think about it. My music stopped. We'll be back. Okay. And say that again. You said God. You just realized how nice God is? Yeah, because okay. he loves us all, right? He loves us all. 
It literally says it in, uh, what, what was that one, uh, chap- one verse? Uh-huh. Chapter 3. What does it sound like? 16, John. Oh, wow, you remember? I don't remember verse numbers. Go ahead. Uh, then, uh, it might, it might be in there, but... It, you don't have to be verbatim. Just give me the general idea. Just give me what you remember. Basically, yeah, just basically. so much that he sacrificed his only son, right? Yep. And that, that he hasn't destroyed us all. Yeah. Like a beam of fire or Daniel snapped on... on or like Monster Mommy Mondays <laughs> when I go nuts on you guys and I'm about to snap somebody. <laughs> I mean, that's what he was... A, that's right? What, that's what he felt about <laughs> Russia, actually. Wow, okay. I remember, uh, said, uh, I was listening to First Friday, and he said, uh, if it wasn't for uh, St. Faustina's prayers, uh-huh. then Russia probably wouldn't exist today. Right. So, I guess that's important. Means everybody's prayer is important. God listens to you. He cares. He wants to hear you. Yes. Do you want Yes. So now that he yes. loves us so much, he let, has his mercy, and he still forgives us through confession and stuff. He's constantly... <sighs> yes. And yes. I just realized that. Thank you. That's all he wants. <laughs> That's all he wants. That's all any parent wants. It's just for you to realize... That they sacrifice for you willingly, not for you to feel bad about it, but for to f- understand what appreciation is, you know? People demand respect, and their kids don't respect them. But God shows respect, doesn't demand respect at all. <laughs> you see that? It's completely opposite. It's not worth anything if I have to make you do it because I can make you do it. So why would I do it? Like AI, like why am I going to go do and, and, and do all this work and take how many years to get to the point where I can make a robot when I can just have a kid? Thank you, Lord. Why reinvent the wheel? You can't do it. Let me see an AI who can drive me nuts like you. You understand? Why don't you play the same game over and over again? Why don't you watch the same movie over and over again? Why is it so hard for them to create randomness? They don't even have to create randomness. God created it already. They don't. They they can't even figure out infinity. It was a uh, I think Veritas Serum. I loved his video. There's a problem with math. Uh huh. That was awesome. Did you see that one yet? I got had to take a break from the phone from that. Oh yeah, never mind. Well, math is cool. Math is just a way for you to a language. It's just another language. I like math. Uh, at some point, I was really eager to do it too. You need a language for each of your senses. Think about it. What did I just say? You need a what? Need a language for everything. Language. Language. Communication. What you see. How do you tell somebody what you heard? How do you tell somebody? How do you communicate to somebody about what you saw? Well, words is not very efficient, is it? I could grab me a paintbrush. That's better. 
I can paint you a picture of what I saw. I could, I could write down in words what I heard. I could get an grab an instrument if I didn't hear words and try to play it for you. See what I'm saying? If you, if you want to know how, how bad he hurt me, I could punch you to try to punch you the same way. You see what I'm saying? So simple. Now, how are you going to make that language? That's the thing. God already did it for us. We just have to discover it. We don't make nothing. Everything's been made by God from the beginning. What we do is discover stuff. Ooh, look at that. God shows us. Ooh, look at that. What's that? Oh, yeah, you like that? The way I raised you from, from when you were little. I don't raise you like nobody else. Why? Because I don't like the way everybody else raised me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my number one rule is try. If it works, keep it. If it don't, throw it away. Got it from God. Got it from Bruce Lee. It's all good. <laughs> You know, Bruce Lee, I really like Bruce Lee for his, man, he was a renaissance man. I would put him in the renaissance man's category with C.S. Lewis and all them. And Leonardo da Vinci, meaning they just, they lived. They're curious. Try it. Do it. See what happens. Okay. Don't be stupid, though. Yeah, ain't stupid. <laughs> but you got to try it to see it. Stupid is as stupid is. Don't be stupid doing the same darn thing over and over again expecting a different result. Don't sit there thinking, I'm going to think about it, I'm going to think about it, I'm going to think about it. something's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. Faith without works is dead. You believe in something, but you didn't do anything about it, then what? It's still in your head. <laughs> God comes in glory. What does that mean? What's the point of this? Talk, 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 talk. I don't see nothing. God comes in glory. What does that mean? Yeah, go figure that out. All right. Any other questions? That wasn't a question. That was a statement. Oh. Would you like to talk so I can stop talking? No, no you're spicy, though. All right, let's read. Oh, man. Where was I? The building of the ark. And God said to Noah, Make for thyself an ark for the saving of the children of thy house, and build it in the plain below this mountain, in the encampment of the children of Cain. In the encampment of the children of Cain? So God told Noah to make yourself an ark in the place where the Cain people are, in the plain below. Interesting. In the encampment of the children of Cain, and ye shall cut down the timber for the same. Oh, go there and get the trees. No, 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 no. From the trees that are on this mountain. Oh. Folio 14A, column 2. Okay, so we're supposed to cut the trees down from this mountain, go down to the plain, and build the ark there. Okay. And thus shall be the dimensions thereof. 
its length. Now, I know when I usually read this, I think of it as in terms of arc building, but I want you to think of it in completely different terms. This length, like, you can equal, if you were a, an audio editor and you had this whole board in front of you where you could change the pitch and the tone and the, and the, and the, and the, and the right, that the, the time quickness, what do you call that? I don't know, speed. Think in those terms, if you were an equalizer, adjuster. The length, and thus shall be the dimensions thereof. Its length shall be 300 cubits according to thy cubit. To thy cubit. Oh, okay, my cubit, which would be my personal finger, middle finger tip to my elbow tip. Got it. So, right? Because big and small is only relative. Yep, 316. And thus shall be the dimensions thereof. Its breadth <sighs> shall be 50 <sighs> cubits. Cubits. And its height <sighs> 30 cubits. And above it shall be finished off one cubit. And make three stories in it. Boop, boop, boop. And the lowermost shall be for wild animals. Can you picture it? All the bottom floor, and then the second, the floor above that would have a circle, like and you're you're like you're in a mall, a two-floor mall, like in Columbia Mall, where they, you know, right. And the middle aisle is on the top levels are cut, so from the bottom floor you could see all the way up to the ceiling through all the floors, like Pentagon City Mall, Galleria, whatever. Tyson's almost every mall, Wheaton Plaza. I don't care. It's all good now. So the, the animals are on the bottom floor. And the lowermost shall be for wild animals and cattle. The middle one shall be for birds, for the birds and feathered fowl. And the topmost shall be for thee and the children of thy house. This reminds me of my house. I had a nice theater house in the top floor attic. And it and made in it cisterns for water and cupboards for food. And make to thyself a striking board of Eshkar wood. Eshkar wood. Ashkatah, which will not rot. Ah. Three cubits long and a cubit and a half in breadth. Three cubits long and a cubit and a half 
in breadth. So one and a half times. So half a square. Something broken in half. And there shall be a hammer of the same kind of wood, and with it shall strike. And with it thou shalt strike the board three times a day. Lord, mid, Vesper, once in the morning. Lord, then the workmen may be gathered together for the work. Of the ark, next once at midday, when they may eat food, and once at sunset, so that they may cease from their labor. Right, saved by the wood. And when thou strikest the wood, the men. And and men hear the sound of the blows. When you get to the point where, when you strike the wood, when you strike us the board, the men hear the sound of the blows, and you say to thee, "What is this that thou doest? Ah, I see. Folio fourteen B, column one. Thou shalt say unto them." God is going to make a flood of waters. You hear me now? Okay, good. Now it's time. If you can hear me, it's time. <laughs> and Noah did as God commanded him, and there were born unto him three sons within the space of. A hundred years. It took him three. I'm sorry. A hundred years. I have three sons. He's at five hundred years old. <laughs> Plus. His three sons were named Shem, S H E. She got gave me. Mm-hmm. Got it. Shem. 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 And the M. Get it. M, how you say it in Vietnamese? M, 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 un, un, un. Second one, ham. We got demoted. Yeah, hammy hands, hammy hands. And don't forget the J, J fat, J fat. And they took unto them. Wives of the daughters of Methuselah. Methuselah ain't dead yet. Notes: According to the Book of the Bee, B E E, the stories, those three stories, were to have boards and projecting ledges. See, each board. Being one cubit long, and one span board, right? It spans from the whole, right? It's like the pillar board that when you build a house, that thing that goes all the way from left to right. The wood. I, I'm just talking my out of my ignorance, people. I don't know. I'm just guessing. If I if there's a carpenter listening to me who can build not without nails, please, please, Saint Joseph, pray for us for understanding. The wood used was either box or teak, and the ark. 
was pitched within and without. They use pitch. I'll, I'll, there's other other places that explain this in more length. I'll just keep reading. The Book of Adam, I I I two, reference, says that each story was ten cubits high. The first was for lions, right? Each floor was supposed to be ten feet, right? What we would say ten foot, they said ten cubits. So cubit is like about two foot, so about twenty foot. For twenty foot story building, no, sorry, so twenty foot of floor, probably, probably, which would be twice as taller than an average residential house of our current standards. The first was for lions and other animals and ostriches. The second was for birds and reptiles. Right when you go to an animal, you see that they like to be climbing on stuff, and the third. For Noah and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives. So you see, the the people lived on top. The cisterns were to be lined with lead, inside and out. Did you hear that? Can we can we do some investigation in the lead? Does how do we know lead is poisonous? I'm just wondering. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying. I don't want to believe in stuff without understanding it. The cisterns were to be lined with lead inside and out. I mean, what is Teflon? Oh wow! Of all the elements, if you are a register,、uh, a, a realtor or a、uh, loan officer, you have to make sure people sign a statement saying they understand that lead is poisonous to them, and that before 1970, what it was in all the houses. But now we understand after all these years. The why didn't you? I want to see the. I, I want. I want better understanding on the subject. Just side note. Sorry. 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 The cisterns were lined with lead, inside and out. Noah begot his sons during the hundred years in which he was building the ark. Wow, he was having kids and building the ark. Whew! That's what I'm doing right now, aren't I? Yeah. Whew! That's all I gotta say. People are like, "Why you died? Why you always aching?" Why you look like you just been beat up? I got kids. Times four, and a husband. That's me. That's six kids. <laughs> I don't have time for myself. During these years, he ate no animal food, and he wore the same pair of sandals. They did not wear out. Hamp, the same apparel and headcloth, and carried the same staff. Hello, made in the. Made in the Noah State, can we say that? <laughs> quality. Can we get some good quality products again, please? Anybody remember those days? <sighs> you can spend a hundred dollars on one thing, and it would last you a lifetime. Or you can spend ten bucks ten times, and it'd be, you know, like out another two hundred bucks for the gas going back and forth. Stupid. His hair neither increased nor diminished. His sons married daughters of Methuselah. Wow! So he he was just like picture perfect all the darn time, right? Awesome. Can I get some of that, Lord? Thanks. That's awesome. That's awesome. Better than an app. Better than an app. 
for sure. No editing required. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Lemex dying. The death of Lemek. And when Lemek had lived 770 years, he died during the lifetime of Methuselah, his father. So he's the first son to die before his father. Forty years before the flood, on the 21st day of the month of Le'ul, which is September, 21st blackjack, September 9. On the first day of the week, Sunday, in the 68th year, when Shem was just 68 years old, in the 68th year of the life of Shem. Wow, Shem, that's just a baby. Shem was the firstborn of Noah. And Noah's firstborn embalmed him. So Shem was the one that embalmed Lemek. And Methuselah, his father, swathed him for burial. His grandson and his father prepared him for burial. So all the firstborns of the family, see, that's how they do it. Chinese tradition, ancient Asian Eastern culture. And they buried him in the cave of treasures and mourned for him 40 days. East Asian tradition, mourning days, you have to wear the the mantle, you have to wear the right the sackcloths. Nowadays, if you ever see anybody have a clip, they clip a little black fabric to their collar it's it's a sign of mourning they're in they're still in those 40 days of mourning you know that or it's the that's the anniversary of their death day birthday chapter notes in the book of adam In the book called The Book of Adam, it says that Lemek was 553 years old when he died, but the Book of the Bee gives his age at 774 or 777 years. So the Book of the Bee timeline is more close in this. The former, in this event, the former work, which is the Book of Adam, says that Lemek died seven years before the flood. Yeah, that would make sense because I think Methuselah died right out of it. Okay. All right, we'll be right back for the next chapter.
chapter. The rule of Methuselah and Noah. The rule of Methuselah and Noah. Ah. So, grandfather and grandson, Methuselah and Noah remained alone on the mountain, for all the children of Seth had gone down from the skirts of the mountain of paradise to the plain where the children of Cain lived. Folio 14b, column two. And men, the children of Seth, had intercourse with the children of Cain, who had conceived of them, and brought forth men, giants, and the sons of giants. He's a giant to me, who were like unto towers. Yeah, I know people who are twice as tall as me. They're my so-called God family. You know, friends of family so much that you know practically family. Now, because of the, they're Northerners. Most Northerners are a lot taller. Southerners more to the equator are shorter. Has to do with temperature and all that, climate, you know, terrain, all that good stuff. Now, because of these. This certain ancient writers. Oh, I mean, you have climbing. If you're climbing mountains, that would make you taller. You know what I'm saying? Swimming. Yeah. Now, because of this, certain ancient writers have fallen into error and have written, "quote The angels come down from heaven, and had intercourse with men, and by them these famous giants have been produced." Unquote. But this is not true. For those who have written in this manner did not understand the facts. Okay, behold, oh my brother readers, and know ye that it is not in the nature of beings of the spirit. To beget, this is what my husband would be saying right here. Neither is it in the nature of the devils dash, who are unclean beings and workers of wickedness and lovers of adultery. Okay, unclean spirits, workers of wickedness and lovers of adultery. Neither is it in the nature of the devils to beget, because they are unclean. Wickedness and adultery, because there are neither males nor females among them. Hello. If you have a spirit that is neither female or male occupying your flesh and trying to influence you, you're gonna be a bit confused. Pat syndrome. And since the time when the angels fell, not another. Angel has been added to their number, and if the devils were made to 
page 103, have intercourse with women, they would not leave unravished a single virgin. Think of it; they're insatiable. It's like a buffet that would be like gone in like five seconds. I told you about going to dim sum with those boys, and I, you'll never get any food. Folio 15A, column one. In all the race of the children of men, and if the devils were to, were, were able to have intercourse with children, they would not leave unravished a single virgin in all the race of the children of men. Yeah. End of chapter. The death of Methuselah. Now, and when Methuselah had lived nine hundred and sixty-nine years, nine six nine, and the day of his departure had drawn nigh, Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth and their wives came unto him. Now, of all the posterity of Seth, who had not betaken themselves down to the plain, only these eight souls were left. Count them: one, Noah; two, Shem; third, Ham; fourth, Japheth, and their children. I'm sorry, and their wives. Uh, five, six, seven, eight. For no children were born to them before the flood, ah.、Oh. And when these gathered themselves together to Methuselah, they had been blessed by him. He embraced them, and kissed them sorrowfully, and wept over the fall of the children of Seth. And he said unto them, Of all the tribes and families of your fathers, this. Remnant, consisting of eight souls alone, is left. May the Lord God of our fathers bless you. The Lord God who formed our father Adam and Eve by themselves, and they were fruitful, multiplied, 
and the whole of the blessed land, which was round about paradise, was full with their progeny, shall make you to be fruitful and to multiply, and the whole earth shall be filled with you. He shall save you from the terrible wrath which hath been decreed against this rebellious generation, and he shall be with you, and he shall protect you. And the gift which was given by God unto our father Adam shall go forth with you from this holy country. And these three measures of the wheat of blessings which God gave unto your father Adam shall serve as leaven and shall be kneaded into your seed and into the seed of your children. That is to say, loyalty, royalty with an R, royalty, P, priesthood, P, prophecy, RPP. Hearken thou, Noah, thou blessed of the Lord. Behold, I am going forth from this world like all my fathers, but thou and thy children shall be saved, and thou shalt do everything which I am commanding you to do this day. For God will make the flood when I die embalm my body and bury me in the cave of treasures with my fathers take thy wife and thy sons and the wives of thy sons and get thee down from this holy mountain and take with thee the body of our father Adam and these three offerings Ram down in your head. Gold uh -huh. and myrrh, M-Y-R-R-H, and frankincense. Can you spell it? F-A-A, right? Okay. Franken with a K. Frankincense. Set the body of Adam in the middle of the ark. Adam, middle, ark. Got it. And lay these offerings upon him. I will put the offerings on him. Got it. Thou and thy sons shall occupy, which part? The eastern part of the ark. Uh-huh. In the eastern part. Okay, like, how do I know what is east? Okay. And thy wife and thy son's wives shall occupy the western part of the ark. Get it? Oh, got it. Good. Thy wives shall not pass over to you, and thy shall not pass over to them. Get it? Get it. Ye shall neither eat nor drink with them, and ye shall have no intercourse whatsoever with them until ye set ye go forth. Get it? Get it? Good. From the ark. Now, this generation hath provoked God to wrath, and he will neither permit them to be neighbors of those who are in paradise, nor to him, nor to praise him with the angels. Oh, got it. Okay. And when, 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 
when the waters of the flood uh -huh, have subsided oh, from the face of the earth, uh -huh, and ye go forth from the ark, uh -huh, and ye take up your abode in that land, uh -huh, thou, O Noah, the blessed of the Lord, shall not depart from the ark, oh, man, from the body of our father Adam, but minister thou before God in the ark. In the ark. Got it. Purely and holily. How do you spell that? H-O-L-I-L-Y. Got it. All the days of thy life. Ah, sounds familiar now, doesn't it? And these offerings shall be placed in the east. Eating in the east. Got it. And command thou Shem, thy firstborn, to take up with him after thy death the body of our father Adam and to carry it and dispose it in the middle of the earth and let him there and let him establish there And let him establish there a man from among his descendants who shall minister there. And he shall be one who is set apart. Nazira. Nazira. All the days of his life. And he shall not take a wife. And he shall not shed blood. And he shall not offer up these offerings of wild animals and feathered fowl, but he shall offer unto God bread and wine. For by these redemption shall be made for Adam and all his posterity. And the angel of God shall go before him, and he shall show him the place where the middle of the earth is situated. All right. And the apparel, how's it going to be dressed, right? What, what is it going to look like? I need, I need some clue. And the apparel of him that shall stand up there to minister before the body of Adam shall be the skins of animals. Oh. He shall not shave off the hair of his head. Shall not, huh? And he shall not cut his nails. Oh. And he shall remain alone because he is the priest of God, the Most High. He shall remain alone in his natural state? Question mark. Yeah, because he's the priest of God, the Most High. Okay, great. I want all of him. All of him. Get it, got it, good. Uh, we have some notes here. Yes, can I read the notes? Go ahead. Well, according to the book of Adam, <clears throat> Shem, oh, okay, uh, Roman numerals number 3.5, okay. Shem was to appoint Melchizedek, you know, Genesis 18.24, Hebrews chapter, you know, 7. The son of Canaan, okay, and the grandson of Arphaxax to be the priest of the Most High. 
and he was to stand and minister on the mountain, which is in the middle of the earth. He was to swear a garment of skin and have a leather girdle about his loin, and his apparel was to be humble and without ornament. Oh, we see connection, don't we, ladies? Yes, we do. Shem was to appoint Melchizedek, the son of Canaan, the grandson of Eriphax, to be the priest of the Most High. Okay, so Melchizedek, Shem got it done by appointing Melchizedek to be the priest of the Most High. Get it, got it? Good. Answer all your questions about Melchizedek. I know y'all keep asking me about Melchizedek. Yeah, okay, great. All right, let's go back to the story. And when, dun, 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 Methuselah had commanded Noah to do all these things, he died with tears in his eyes and sorrow in his heart. He was 969 years old. Let the man rest when he died. On the 14th day of the month of Adher, March, and the first day of the week, first day, which is that, Sunday, in the what, 79th year of the life of Shem, the son of Noah. And Noah, his grandson, embalmed... Okay, so Noah's the grandson of Shem, and he gets to embalm the body of his grandfather, Methuselah, with myrrh and katia and stekhte. Stekhti. And Noah and his sons buried him in the cave of treasures. And they and their wives made mourning for him. How many days? Can you take a guess? Forty. You got it. Forty days in mourning. Ooh, I miss you. Get it all out. Get it out of your system. Crack, crack, crack. I know I did. If you don't get it out of your system, people, you're just going to hold it in. And it's just going to stay in there until one day you're rolling egg rolls. And then you don't know why you can't stop crying. Because the egg rolls remind you of Grandma who died. And you never had time to mourn over her. Okay, get it, get it, get it. Okay, bye. And when the days of his mourning had passed, had passed, Noah went into the cave of treasures, oh yay, and embraced and kissed the holy bodies of Seth and Anosh and Canaan and Malahalil and Jared and Methuselah and Lamech his father. And he was greatly moved to, and tears gushed, gushed from his eyes. Yeah, that's how it was morning. It was gushing. I couldn't stop it. It was for hours. That was weird. And Noah carried the body of our father Adam and the body of Eve and his firstborn Shem carried the gold. Ham, here, carry the myrrh. And Japheth, come here, carry the frankincense. And they went forth from the cave of treasures. By the way, the book of Adam does not mention Eve. Thank you. And as they were coming down from that holy mountain, they were smitten sorely with grief, and they wept in agony because they were to be deprived of that holy place and the habitation of their fathers and weeping painfully and wailing sorrowfully and enveloped in gloom, they said, Remain in peace, O holy paradise, thou habitation of our father Adam. 
and they went forth. He went forth from thee alive, but stripped of glory and naked, and behold, at his death he was deprived of thy nearness. And his progeny were cast out into exile in that land of curses to pass their days there in pain and sicknesses and in labor and in weariness and in trouble. Remain in peace, O cave of treasures. Remain in peace, O habitation and inheritance of our fathers. Remain ye in peace, O our fathers and patriarchs. Pray ye for us, O ye who live in the dust. Ye friends and beloved ones of the living God, pray ye for the remnant of your prosperity which is left. O ye who have propitiated God, made supplication unto him on our behalf in your prayers. Remain in peace, O Anash. Remain ye in peace, O ye ministers of God, Canaan and Malahlil and Jared and Yared and Methuselah and Lamech and Enoch. Pray, cry in sorrow on our behalf, but remain in peace. O haven and asylum of the angels. O ye our fathers, cry out in sorrow on our behalf because ye will be deprived of our society. And we will cry out in sorrow because we are cast out into a bare land for our habitation will be with the wild beasts. And as they are coming down from that holy mountain, they kissed the stones thereof and embraced the delectable trees thereof. And in this wise they came down and they wept with great sorrow and shed scalding or bitter tears and suffering sorrowly, sorely, they descended to the plain. And Noah went into the ark and deposited the body of Adam in the middle thereof. And he placed these offerings upon it. Now, in the year therein, Noah went into the ark the second thousand years of the process of the posterity of Adam to the same, to the time from the, okay, the second thousand years of the posterity of Adam to the time of the flood came to an end according to what the 70 wise writers have told us. Okay, 70 wise. Sage, you want to sage? Come here. Come here. Let me spank you a little. 70 wise writers. All right. 70 of them. Get it? 70. Um, I have a note. Yes, go ahead. From the book of Adam, Roman numerals 3, number 6, says that when Noah and his sons were carrying the body of Adam out of the cave, the bodies of the other patriarchs cried out and asked the body of Adam if 
they were to be separated from it. Adam replied that he must leave the holy mountain and told them that he knew God would bring their bodies together again on another occasion and bade them wait patiently. Adam asked God to allow the light, the lighted lamp, to remain with the bodies in the cave until the resurrection. This God did, and then he closed the cave until the day of resurrection. Noah and his sons marveled greatly when they heard the bodies of the patriarchs talking together in the cave. Hello. Having carried away the body of Adam and the gold, the myrrh, and the frankincense, they returned to the mountain, intending to enter the cave once again. They sought carefully but could not find the cave. And then they knew that God had sealed it and had hidden it from them so that they might never dwell therein again. <gasps> but at least we have our memories. Remember, all right? Sounds like we need to read the book of Adam, people. Didn't we already do that? I thought we did, didn't we? Okay, well, we gotta look for that. All right, anyways, end of page 67 of 197. So, do your math. 130 more pages to go. 130 page on the wall. 100 more 30 pages. One more page. Give it a flip. We will come back with the third thousand years. What's it going to be about? From the flood, uh-huh, to, uh-huh, the reign of who? Ru. Really? R-E-U. Can you say that three times fast? <laughs> Noah's entry into the ark. Boom, boom, boom. Or you can go watch that other movie from the guy from The Office, Steve Carroll. Hey, we got we got to try caroling again this year. We've been trying this for years, I know. But I'm still trying to make that dream of mine come true where I see a picture of my head with a nice carolers coming around your door with the snow everywhere. And you're like, would you, have, would you like some hot cocoa? Yeah. All right. Okay, so I didn't read Book of Adam on my podcast, but I listened to it on somebody else's podcast. And they read it really fast, so you, if you want to go listen to it again. But, yeah, I guess I could read Book of Adam eh, eventually. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. Let's continue, shall we? Page 68. The Third Thousand Years. Noah's Entry into the Ark. The entrance of Noah into the ark took place on the day of the eve of the Sabbath, which would be Friday, on the 17th day of the blessed month of Iyar, May, on the Friday in the morning, the third hour. The third hour. The beasts and the cattle went into the lowermost story, and at midday all the feathered fowl and all the reptiles went into the middle, middle story. Middle, uh huh, and sunset, and at sunset, Noah and his sons went into the ark on the east side, meaning the third story, and his wives and the wives of his son went into the west side, 
and the body of Adam was deposited in the middle of the ark, wherein also all the mysteries of the church were deposited. These women in the church shall be on the west side, and the men on the east side, so that the men may not see the faces of the women, and the women may not see the faces of the men. Thus also was it in the ark. The women were on the west side, and the men were on the east side, and the body of our father Adam was placed between them like a raised stand or throne. And as quietness reigneth in the church between man and woman, so also peace reigned in the ark between the wild beasts and the feathered fowl and the creeping things or reptiles. And as kings and judges and rich men and poor men and governors and sick men and beggars live in concord, that is to say, in a general bond of peace, so also was it in the ark. For lions and panthers and savage beasts of prey lived in peace and harmony with the cattle. And the beasts that were fierce and strong lived in peace with those that were timid and weak. And the lion with the ox and the wolf with the lamb. And the lion's whelp with the calf. And the serpent with the dove. And the hawk with the sparrow. <laughs> the flood is coming, the flood is coming. And when Noah and his sons had gone into the ark and his wife and the wives of his son, on the 17th day of the month of Iyard, Iyard, May, may we, may we go in the ark now, please? At sunset, the door of the ark was shut fast and Noah and his sons in captivity in the darkness. Dum, dum, dum. And as soon as the door of the ark was shut, the floodgates of the heavens were opened. And the foundations of the earth were rent asunder. And the ocean, that great sea which surrounded the whole earth, poured forth its floods. And whilst the floodgates of heaven were open and the foundations of the earth were rent asunder, the storehouses of the winds burst through their bolts, and the winds and the whirlwinds swept forth, and the ocean roared and hurled its floods upon the earth. And the children of Seth, who had besmirched themselves in the mire of fornification, ran to the door of the ark and entreated Noah to open to them the door of the ark.
and when they saw the water floods which were swirling about them, yes, what happened? Oh, I get you a blanket. The, the, the little one? No, the flower one. Okay, okay, I help you. Alright, hold on. And when the children of Seth, who had besmirched themselves in the mire of fornication, ran to the door of the ark and entreated Noah ran to the door and entreated Noah to open the door to of the ark to them and when they saw the water floods which were swirling about them and engulfing them on all sides they were in great tribulation yeah that's tribulation for you and they tried to climb up the sides they were, no, they were trying to climb up the mountains of paradise, but were unable to do so. Now, the ark was closed and sealed, and the angel of the Lord stood over one side of it, that he might act as the pilot thereof. Nice. Auto steering. And when the floods of waters mastered the children of Seth, and they began to drown in their great and mighty waves. Then was filled that which David spake concerning them, saying, quote, I said, ye are gods, and all of you sons of the Most High. But since ye have done this, and ye have loved the fortification of the daughters of Cain, let them ye shall perish like them. Like them, ye shall perish. And even as they did, and even as they did, so shall ye die. There's a picture of the ruins of the Great Hall of Justice. Idubalma at Ur of the Chaldees, as seen from the south corner. Okay, great. And when the ark was lifted up from the earth by the mighty strength of the waters, all the children of men and the wild beasts and the fed of fowl and the cattle and the creeping things and everything living on the face of the earth was drowned. And the waters of the flood mounted up above all the tops of the high mountains. How, how much is that? Fifteen cubits. Or variance, twenty-five, fifty cubits, whatever. According to the measure of the, capital S, spirit. The cubit of the Holy Ghost equals three ordinary cubits. Hello. And the flood waxed strong, and the waters thereof lifted up the ark until it reached the skirts of the mountain of paradise. And as the flood had been blessed by, capital P, paradise, i.e., it had been made holy, it bowed its head and kissed the skirts of paradise with a capital P and turned itself back to destroy the whole earth. <laughs> 
Yeah, bye. See ya. Thank you. Bye. I got work to do. And the ark flew on the wings of the wind over the waters of the flood from east to west and from north to south. And it marked out, whoa, marked out by its path, a cross on the waters. Get it? The ark flew on the wings of the wind over the waters of the flood from east to west and from north to south. And it marked out its by its path a cross on the waters. And the ark flew Which one's yours? about for 150 days. Flew about for 150 days. And it came to rest on the mountain of Cardo. Arat. Ararat. And Jabal al-Duji of the Arabs near Jazirat, Jazirat, Ibn, Umar, on the seventh month, that is to say, in the first Tishri, October, on the seventeenth day thereof, and God commanded the waters, and they became separated from each other. Huh? I can't hold the stain, I saw. Don't worry about it, I'll take care of it. Okay. All right, thank you. God commanded the waters, and they became separated from each other. The celestial waters were taken up and ascended to their own place above the heavens. Whence they came, the waters which had risen up from the earth returned to the lowermost abyss under the earth, and those which belonged to the ocean you know, the one that which surrounded the whole earth, returned to the innermost parts thereof. And the waters which had been on the earth and had been assigned to it by the divine nod, D-N, seriously? Yeah, capital D, capital N. By the divine nod are the needs thereof from the beginning remained upon it. Yeah, interesting. And the waters diminished little by little until the tenth month. How appropriate. Which is Shabbat, February. And on the first day thereof, the tops of the mountains appeared. And 40 days later, on the tenth day of the month, Adar, which is March, March out of the ark, Noah opened the east window of the ark, and sent forth a raven to bring back tidings. And the raven departed and did not return. Raven. And after the waters had diminished a little more from the earth, Noah sent forth a dove, dove, and it found it no place to rest, and it returned to Noah to the ark. And after seven days, he sent forth another dove, and it returned to him, carrying in its beak an olive leaf. Oh, the raven just left. The first dove didn't find a place to rest so he came back. But the second dove actually found something and brought it back. Now the dove figureth for us the two covenants. 
Uh-huh. The two doves are a figure of the two covenants. Got it. In the first covenant, the spirit which spake to the prophets did not find a place to rest, of rest, a place of rest among that rebellious people, i.e. the Jews. And the second covenant is rested on the peoples through the waters of baptism. I have a note, yes. The above description of the flood agrees substantially with that given in the book of Adam, chapters 9 and 10, and in the book of B, chapter 20. Thanks for that reference. You're welcome. Next, we will come back with when Noah leaves the ark. He can't go nowhere, can he? Nope. Really? Let's see. Okay, and we're back. Noah leaves the ark. And in the 601st year of the life of Noah, on the first day of the month of Nisan, in April, the waters had dried up from the face of the earth. That was fast. And in the second month, which is Ayar, May, may I? May we go into the ark? It's been a year. Wherein Noah went into the ark on the 27th day and the holy first day of the week, Sunday, their going forth took place. And he and his wife went forth, and his sons and their wives went with them. Now, when they went into the ark, they went in in separate companies. Noah and his sons in one company, and his wife and their wives in another company. And the men did not know... Uh-huh, no, uh-huh, the woman, until they went forth from the ark. And all the wild beasts and all the cattle and all the feather fowl and all the creeping things went forth from the ark on the first day of the week. Great, bye. See you later. Roam around, go forth, then. End of chapter, that was quick. All right, bye. Noah founds the Manan. The city of the eight, the Manan, the eight. And when they had gone forth, Noah began work on the ground. I'm on the ground. They built a city and called the name thereof the Manan. I.e., it means eight. Am I eating? No, you're eight people. Got it. Eight souls. Got it. After the name of the eight souls who had gone forth from the ark. And Noah built an altar and offered it up and offered up upon it an offering of beasts that were clean and feather fowl. And God was appeased by the offering of Noah, and he established with him an everlasting, everlasting covenant, and swore an oath, saying, I will never again make a flood. It's too much. He took away the arrow of wrath from the bow, which is in the clouds. You see, there's a bow there, but there's no arrow. Eh. He took away the arrow of wrath from the bow, which is in the clouds, and he striped and he stripped from it the string 
of anger and spread it out unbent in the clouds. Unbent it. It was bent. He unbented it. Okay. For formerly, when the bow was bent in the firmament against that generation of the children of Cain, oh, I see, the murderer, they used to see they used to see the arrow of wrath placed in position on the string of anger. But after the wrath, they did not see the arrow on the string anymore. Wow, that's new. I didn't know that. You have a note, don't you? Yeah, and it's a long one with a lot of Greek. Great. I don't know how to read Greek yet. You want me to skip all the Greek for now? Why not? Okay, we'll try. Note, according to the book of Adam, Roman numerals number 3, number 11, the waters dried up in the 607th year of the life of Noah. The altar on which Noah sacrificed was that on which... Adam, Cain, and Abel had laid their offerings. It had been damaged by the flood, but Noah rebuilt it. Ah, he rebuilt it. Yeah. The city of the Monon is identified with Suba or Nasibis. Nasibis, according to the book of B, chapter 20. But this is a false identification. Why? The city of A, the Monon, is not to be identified with the um, Greek to domana of the Thephylac Simokata, uh, uh, volume page reference, which lay on the right bank of the Tigris near Isan Kefa, but with the Suk Thamanin of the Arab geographers which lay at a distance of one day's journey from Jezalat, around Umar. It was situated high up in the mountains, and Keshlau Anasharon used to encamp there during the heats of summer. Um, it's also near Bersmirhan, and between uh, Yezret, Rin, Umar, and the Manan was Der Abun, which, according to Yakut, contained the tomb of Noah. Oh boy. It was interesting to note that the Arabs called Noah's city Sukhthanamnin, Market of the Eighty, and not Market of the Eight. For further detail, see Hoffman, G. Auszüge aus Zerechten Echten, page 174. Okay, I'm sorry if I chopped up the names. Great, thank you. Bye-bye. End of section, the flood. No, this is end of section, Noah founds the Manon, the city of eight. All right, great. We will be back with the vineyard. Of Noah. Oh, here's where the wine comes in. Whining, are you? Are you whining and dining? Are you? What page? Uh, page uh, 72. Got it. All right, let's hear it.
let's get the full gritty version. All right, so. When they had gone forth, Noah began work on the ground. Nope, sorry. Okay, the vineyard of Noah. And when they had gone forth from the ark, they sowed seed and planted a vineyard. And they pressed out new wine. And Noah drew nigh and drank some of it. And immediately he had drunk of it, he became drunk. Immediately. And having fallen asleep, his shame was seen. And his son, Ham, saw the nakedness of his father and did not cover it. But he laughed at him and made a mock of him. And he ran and called his brethren so that they also might make a mock of their father. And when Shem and Japheth heard of it, they were dismayed exceedingly. And they rose up and took a cloak and walked backwards with their faces turned away that they may not see the nakedness of their father. And they cast the cloak over him and covered him. And when Noah woke up from the sleep of his wine, his wife told him about everything that had happened, and he also within himself knew what had happened to him. And Noah was exceedingly angry with his son Ham, and he said, Cursed be Canaan. He shall be a servant of servants to his brethren. Why, since the whole of folly was Ham's, was Canaan cursed, except that when the youth grew up and attained the full measure of his understanding, Satan entered into him and became to him a teacher of sin. And he renewed the work of the house of Cain, the murderer, and he constructed and made reed instruments and harps, and the fiends and the devils went in unto them and dwelt therein, and immediately wind was blown through them, the reeds. The devils sang inside them and sent forth loud sounds, loud sounds. And when men struck the harps, the devils became operative inside them. And when Noah heard that Canaan had done this, he was grieved sorely because the work of error through which the fall of the children of Seth had taken place was renewed for by means of singing and laud play and the mad lasciviousness of the children of Cain, Satan had cast down the mighty men, the quote, sons of God, into fornication and through the music of reed pipes and harps, sin had multiplied among the former generations until at length God became wroth and made the flood. And Canaan was cursed because he had dared to do this. And his seed became a servant of servants, that is to say, to the Egyptians and the Cushites and the Moshei, Mycians, and the Indians and all the Ethiopians whose skins are black. And because Ham had dared to make a mock of his father when he was called, quote, vile or, quote, lasciviousness. Lascivious, unquote, all the days of his life. Now, Noah, in his lying down in sleep, having drunk wine, symbolizeth the cross of Christ. As the blessed man David singeth in his psalm concerning him, saying, Wake up, Lord, 
like a sleeping man, and like a man whom wine hath overcome. Compare it to Psalm XLV 23, um, Psalm XLIV 23, or XLXXVIII 65. Let the heretics who say, quote, God was crucified, hold their peace. Here, David calleth him Lord, even as Peter the Apostle said, This Jesus, this Jesus, whom ye crucified, hath God made Lord. God made Lord and Messiah, Christ, compared to Acts, verse 30, 31. Or chapter, whatever. He did not say God, Allah, but Lord, Marjah. I'm sorry, I'm chopping up this Greek. Thus, making known concerning the unity or oneness of the two persons who were united in one sonship. Now, what are we talking about? Let the heretics who say God was crucified have their peace, because God, David call him Lord, just like Peter. Right? All right. Uh-huh. Making known uh -huh, concerning the unity of the two persons who are united in one sonship. Okay, yeah, that is a mystery. Now, when Noah woke up from his sleep, he cursed Canaan and reduced his seed to slavery and scattered his seed among the nations. And when our Lord rose from the dead, he cursed the Jews and scattered them among the nations. Now, the seed of Canaan, as I have already said, are the Egyptians. And behold, they are scattered over the whole earth. And have been made servants of servants. And of what kind is the slavery of slavery? Behold, the Egyptians go round about over the earth, carrying loads on their backs, literally their necks. Now, men who are not fettered under the yoke of slavery, when dispatched by their masters on journeys, do not march on their feet and carry loads. But they ride upon beasts in an honorable manner, like their masters. The seed of Ham are the Egyptians who carry loads, and they march on the roads with their backs and necks, breaking under their loads. And they wander round to the doors of the children of their brethren. The seed of Ham was reduced through the folly of Canaan to suffer this penalty that is to become the servants, even to servants. Okay, one more note before we end this chapter. The book of B, chapter 20, says concerning the cursing of Ham, quote, The reason why Noah, the reason why he cursed Canaan, who was not as yet born, nor had sinned, was because Ham had been saved with him in the ark from the waters of the flood and had with his father received the divine blessing, and also because of the arts of sin, I mean music and dancing and all other hateful things, were about to be revived by his posterity for the arts of music produced from the seed of Canaan. The same work adds, quote, after the flood, 
a son was born to Noah, and he called his name Yonatong, and he provided him with gifts and sent him to the fire of the sun to the east. Interesting. That's a snail. The book of Adam, III, 13, merely states that Noah married another wife who bore him seven children and that he continued to dwell on that mountain until the end of his days. Noted. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll be back with the death of Noah.